0: So if you want to come join, head over to com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. I have such a delightful guest for you all today. I can't wait for you to listen to Sherelle's Journey on juggling motherhood, being an absolute amazeballs (laughs) career all the way up to the company that she built and runs right now. The story of how I met Sherelle is pretty cool. I'm going to wait till you guys listen to the episode to hear that, but she is a mother of young girls. And so one of the, one of the first topics that we're going to be talking about some is just how do we handle you know, that, that never ending mom guilt when we're building businesses and also raising families at the same time. And she's got some great strategies that she's going to share with you guys as well. But more importantly, I'm just really excited for you all to get to know her a little bit better, learn more about her business, because honestly, one of the products that she sells actually really was transformational for my daughter and for myself as well. So this is why there are so many reasons why I am over the moon excited for you all to meet Sherelle. I know you are going to love her just as much as I do. Welcome to the Work Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumroll. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Okay, everyone, super excited for you to meet an absolute rock star here today. I first was introduced to Sherelle through the No Women organization that we are both a part of. And there was a fireside chat, and I tuned in to listen, and I was absolutely blown away. What was cool for me is you guys are going to hear a little bit more about it at the end is I actually purchased the products. Well, one product in particular from the company that Sherelle has founded that we use on our daughter. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. So when I had the chance to listen in, I was excited and we're going to talk just a lot about juggling motherhood business and all of that. So Sherelle, why don't you give everyone your background, tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll get started.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for having me. It is such a pleasure to join you today. and just really excited to share my story. I am Sherelle Sampson. I am the founder and CEO of Camby. I'm actually based in Florida, so we are enjoying beautiful weather right now. <laughs> But just a little bit about me, originally from Nassau, Bahamas, later came to Florida in particular in the Panhandle area around Tallahassee area, and later graduated with my undergrad in marketing and later went on to get a master's. From West Virginia University. And so upon graduating, I was able to kick off my corporate career in marketing. And then later, probably a couple years in, decided my husband and I to have our first child, which was a great blessing. I actually stayed home for six months and that was a great experience just showing me how tough it was. <laughs> a lot harder than we thought. Huh? <laughs> oh my goodness, to stay at home. And not only that, the pressures that my husband which changed the dynamics of our marriage a little bit. And so that was really interesting. When ultimately we, after six months in, I found out I was pregnant again with my My second daughter. daughter. Yes. And we had to have a real heart to heart conversation because he was currently pursuing his PhD in mathematics education. And so that really sort of changed the dynamics of our family and sort of his trajectory and his career and ultimately the household. And so Again, just really happy to kind of share my experience, you know, how I view motherhood and and also how I try to balance it. So such a pleasure to be with you today.
0: I have to say your journey from Bahamas to Florida to West Virginia, that had to be like some some serious cultural shifts as you know, so, so the, up. Yeah. So the
1: great thing is West Virginia university has a great online master's program, oh, marketing okay. communications program. And so I actually took that program on while I was taking care of after I had my second child. And so when she was up at 2am, I was up at 2am after I fed her, I got into my books and went to bed at 4am like, and went to work the next day. So, oh you know, the struggle was real.
0: <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that I just loved when you were, you know, sharing your your story some with the no community and it's one of the things I know I've struggled with as well is this feeling of I think that there's a lot of misperception out there in juggling having a super successful career mm-hmm. as a woman whether it's as an entrepreneur whether it's in a corporate setting whatever that may be there's a million ways to do it mm-hmm. and motherhood and this feeling of you're either a super present mom Yes. Or you're super successful Mm. and you can't have both at the same time. And I mean, I know I've had ebbs and flows with it. There's times it's been a lot harder. There's times it's come easier and it just seems to be something that, you know, from the little bit that you shared with that community, obviously something you too, it's a constant work in progress and testing and tweaking. So I would love for you to be able to share kind of some of what that journey has has looked like, and is probably still looking like for you as well, particularly with your exploding company right now.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for that. To your point, I think, you know, for me, I sat down and and thought about what type of mother I want to be. And more importantly, when they become of age, where they become adults, what will they remember of me, right? And so oftentimes they remember that I'm working hard and they say, mommy, you work really hard. You know, you're busy. But one of the things I I, I try to be, intentional about is giving them my undivided attention. And so I could be working on 50 things at once but when they come in and say, mommy, I have an assignment or I need or I have homework or can we talk about something, I drop everything. I put my phone to the side and I ensure to have that eye contact so they can always remember no matter what, no matter what time, no matter how busy she was. If I said, if she if, if I said I needed her, she stopped what she was doing and she gave us her attention. And so while sometimes that's hard when you're in the middle of, you know, typing or deal or whatever that may be to stop, I just always I don't want to be that mother that looks back 20 years from now and say, I regret not giving them my attention. And even now, you know, I think about mothers in general, and we think we're doing such a great job. Just, oh, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, you know, I'm giving them my attention. I'm I'm doing it. Yeah, check. And Sometimes there's, there's misses. And so it's really weird, but I'll, you know, sometimes I'm hanging in the bed afterwards. I'll say, you know, is mommy giving you enough time? And they'll be like, yeah, like, yeah, you like, we have fun. We dance in the kitchen and like, yeah, you're giving us enough time. And I said, okay. So I kind of do little check-ins with them. And then, you know, Sometimes I hear little comments about, you know, I don't want to bother you because I know you're busy. And I always say, no, I always have time for you. And so while, quote unquote, I think I'm doing a decent job, I just always sort of take a pause and in my clever, quote unquote, way, try to figure out what's in their brains and what are they thinking and am I giving them enough attention and time? And so I am very intentional about that because during my childhood years, it was tumultuous, you know, like it was a lot of instability moving back and forth. I probably moved 20 plus times during my adolescent years. And so if you just think about that in general, you know, definitely blessed to still be in my right mind. But I, but I know at times, you know, sometimes you may have that feeling of your parents weren't there and they didn't listen and they didn't make time. And I just, I just, with all my strength, I don't want to be that mother. And, And so I try at least the best that I can.
0: Yeah. That's so important. And I love your tip on that kind of checking in Mm -hmm. because I'll know sometimes, like you said, I am like, well, I think I'm doing great on these 10 things. And then something will come up in conversation or my daughter will say something. It'll kind of be that Oh, I had no idea. Or the thing I thought was going to be this amazing moment was like, meh. But the thing I took for granted, she was like, that was the best ever. And so I think it's, I hadn't really thought about intentionally having that conversation with Mm -hmm. her from time to time. I know one of the things that I, that I struggle with, I mean, we're moms, we all have mom guilt. It's legit. It's real. I think it's a lifetime battle is there are those moments where. I need three more minutes and then I can just be done for the day. And it'd be a lot easier if I can just have the three minutes and then you can have me for three hours. Mm -hmm. And I will say just three more minutes Mm -hmm. and then I am 100% yours. Mm -hmm. And then there's still the, the sigh or the eye roll of the, oh, you just like work more than me. And I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. no, but I know I could get it done a lot faster while my head's in here and you can have me for the whole rest of the day versus 10 more interruptions over the next five minutes. And that kind of working through that balance with being a mom and having kids, particularly daughters yes, of them seeing the world doesn't revolve around them. Like my entire purpose in life is not to be there for every single need and every single whim as their mom, yes, but also have her know when push comes to shove, like, you are my top priority. If it's, if it's urgent emergency, everything stops. And I know that's something I struggle with because to her, everything is an emergency and everything is important. (laughs) Everything should be number one. Is that something you've had to work through some with your girls?
1: Yeah, I will say there has been times when, you know, I, I can remember pausing or saying, give me a second. I'm just trying to send out this email or give me a second. Well, one of the things I try to do again when they come in and because I'm always gonna be busy. That's how I right. do it. Like absolutely this whatever I'm doing is is important. So I'm always gonna be busy. So what I'll do is I'll stop and, and I'll let them sit on my lap for like a minute or two. And we'll talk about whatever it is. And I said, you know what? That's a really great idea, a really great topic, whatever it is. And then I'll say, just give me a few more minutes and I'll be in there to talk to you about it. And so in my mind, I'm still thinking I stopped. I gave them the attention. We talked about it for a couple of minutes and then I'll get back to them. And they'll be like, okay, well, that sounds good. We'll talk about it, you know, in a few minutes or, you know, when I get done. And so, yes, I definitely struggle with that. But I, I don't know if you watch Ian La Van Zandt. I'm sorry if I'm mm-hmm. messing up her name. She's on Oprah and she's like a life relationship. Oh, yeah, I yes. do know who you're talking yes. about. Yes.
0: Yeah. And it's going to be super
1: weird for me to, to say this, but watching her shows has made me a better mother. And I say that because through those different shows, she's shown me that you only have a small amount of time to raise a child. Once they hit 17, like ultimately your job of raising them is done. And so I am, I am very mindful of that. Like my window is short to nurture, to love, to show affection, to inspire, to motivate, to give them all of the tools that they need. This, this sort of sprint is really coming to an end sooner than I think. And so I oftentimes think about that too, of, am I nurturing? Am I giving? Am I empowering enough? Right? Like through the hallway, I would just say, you're so beautiful. I'm proud of you, you know? And they are like, well, we know, mom, you always tell us that. And I'll say, well, I just, I love you. And they'll say, you told me that a million times already. And I just, I was like, I just want you to know that. And so I do that just in normal daily interactions, because I know my time is limited until they reach adulthood. And so in addition to carving out time when they come in, I do that throughout the day, just walking through the hall or in the house or in the kitchen, whatever, try to give them and fill them with sort of those intangible pieces that, especially when you're 8, 9, 10, 11, they're never going to forget.
0: And I mean, I still love that as an adult, you know, sometimes my husband will pop in Oh, you look really pretty today. And you're like, oh my gosh. I mean, that that just sticks with you for the day. You know, it really does. Now, do you try and involve your kids with work at all? Hey there, if you are feeling overwhelmed, like your calendar is out of control, like you are just running against a race that will never end in terms of your to-do list. I have great news for you. I have just done a complete update on my app. Yes, I have an app in both the App Store and Google Play called The Pink Bee, and it is chock full of small but incredibly powerful trainings to help you get out of overwhelm. It includes my signature Ditch the Overwhelm training, an introduction to my time management framework. It can help get you started on weekly planning, helps you understand the four levels of planning, gives you access to my epic One Notebook Challenge and some tips and tricks on how to get your phone organized. And all of that is available for you right inside the Pink B app. So open up either your App Store or Google Play, do a search on the Pink B, all one word, download the app. And then to unlock all of that training, it's only $499 US. I will see you inside the app. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I try to do that. Actually, I don't try. We just kind of do it in nature. It's weird. Mm -hmm. So I'll go, my girls get their hair braided. And the hairstylist always says that, like... How old are these girls because they're having conversations about stocks and bonds and they're talking it. about entrepreneurship and you know my daughter says she wants to be an architecture when she grows up, and so some of the things I teach her is you know you have to make sure you understand math and you have to especially in the real estate world knowing that it's supported by many different ethnicities. I'm like, you have to learn Spanish to make sure you could communicate on all levels of the production chain. And, and so we, we talk about things like that, which is really sort of weird for 10-year-olds. And so when they're having conversation, it's like, yeah, I'm going to plan to learn Spanish to learn how to speak Spanish in high school. And, and so in saying that I'm putting little nuggets here and there and a cute story, I actually took them to a little farmer's market where they created their own products. They called it, Oh, how cool. (laughs) They they called it, Oh, what did they call it? I'm going blank, but I'll, I'll come back to it. And they created their own product and they sold it. And till this day, they were probably like five and six. And I was there selling my products too. But they always say, mom, we need to go back to the farmer's market. I need to sell some stuff. And, and so it just showed them that if you take your time and you create a great product. And honestly, they sold out more than me. I was jealous. Like, I'm like, the, the folks come, <laughs> were coming over and like, oh, just giving them all their money. And so I'm like, I'm a part of the team too. Can I get some money? So it's little things like that. That where through my experiences, I try to share the importance of learning how to be your own boss to a
0: degree, and what's the value in that? Yeah, I think it's so important because it's. I mean, as you know, people only see the five percent of what we do on the outside of actually building businesses and all of that. One of the things I've recently hired my daughter, and she creates. She loves playing in Canva, and she's she's mm-hmm. ten. And so I hire her and she creates six graphics a week for me for social media, Yay! but it's been a, it's been a great learning. So i I'm like, if, if I don't have them in by this deadline every week, you don't, <laughs> it's late. I, you don't get paid for the week. Like you, you miss a week and she, she loved that last week, missed her first week. And I mean, there was, there was some drama about, well, I'll do it. I'm like, this isn't the way work the work world works like, but you're, but you work for yourself. You can change the rules. I'm like, no, not necessarily. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. but I think it's a great opportunity to have those and to have our kids having these conversations and plant the seeds that, Hey, there's a million amazing things that you can do out there. Uh, So I love that you're sharing that with them as well. Absolutely. I would love for you to tell everyone about your company. Mm -hmm the story of how that was created, because I think it's incredible. It really is.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you. So so as I shared, the name of the company is called Candy. And I'm going to spell it because oftentimes people think I'm saying Candy. <laughs> so it's spelled C-A-N-V-I-I-Y. And so a little bit about me as I shared, I have a background in corporate marketing. And during my marketing experience, I was actually working for a software enterprise company at the time. And doing, I was, you know, head of marketing, you know, working with the software company and a great opportunity happened when the owner of that company came to me and he said, Sherelle, I want you to, I just acquired a personal care luxury brand. I want you to run it. You know, do you want to continue doing software or do you want to continue or do this beauty thing? And I'm like, software, beauty, like, of course, of that's course what I'm, I'm pick the other. Right? <laughs> and so what he didn't tell me, Megan, was the fact that it was purchased out of bankruptcy. And so there was 250 SKUs that meant everything had to be done from the packaging, to the labeling, to retail infrastructure, to marketing, branding, reformulating, any and everything you could think of, working with vendors in Germany, China, Japan. It was absolutely chaotic. But in that process, I learned and I discovered I absolutely unequivocally loved it. Like, I loved it. There was no better feeling for me than to look at a product, right? think about the changes, synthesize, conceptualize, and ultimately recreate or create a new product and see it come to life. And so when I had a chance to touch it and feel it and just experience it, it changed the entire trajectory for my life and my career. And so I was thinking to myself, right now that I had acquired my master's degree, do I go work for a multinational brand? Do I go to the Estee Lauder or the L'Oreal and I decided, you know what? I don't want to do that because I've had a chance to Relaunch this brand and sort of bring it to fruition. I know the blueprint. It was a masterclass on how do you build a brand. And so I said, Hey, I want to do that. But the the question is, and as we think about business, like what is that breakthrough item? What is that breakthrough product? Right. And that was the challenge. I didn't want to just launch something to launch it. I wanted it to be revolutionary in all sense of the matter. And so that's really hard, particularly in the beauty space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so the company Canvy really came out of my personal need in terms of, so I love to get my hair done and styled. And I love sort of get hair extensions. And oftentimes they're sewn in for me, that's the, my preference. And I came home and my scalp was on a fire one day, just on fire. And i look at my husband, no, actually I called my hairstylist first and I said, Hey, you know, can you tell me something I could use for this? And she was like, well, I mean, you could you could put oil, you could take it out. And I'm like, I just spent hundreds of dollars. There's no way. And so ultimately my husband looks at me and he says, babe, why don't you create something for that? And I said, no, I'm not doing that. Like that's lame. And ultimately I started doing research because I'm a marketer. Right. And I recognize not only women that have hairstyles, but women who have, you know, color, their hair have scalp irritations, people who have scalp conditions, whether that's eczema, psoriasis, etc. And so I said, you know what, if they could send men to the moon, I know I could make a product that is has great clean ingredients that's non-running, that's non-greasy and great to soothe scalp irritation. And so we went on that journey. It took us 14 to 16 months. And ultimately, we we launched the brand in November of 2015. And so to date, we've been able to grow the brand in which we serve customers across the entire United States. We have customers internationally from Australia, Denmark, Canada, France, and Germany, and the UK, just to name a few. In the United States, we've been able to bridge amazing partnerships with Moffitt Cancer Center, which is ranked in the top one percentile of cancer hospitals in the United States. We also have partnerships with Tampa International Airport, University of South Florida Health. And we also just launched in January of this year in almost 260 CVS stores across the nation and Meyer stores. So we're in a small subset in the Detroit area. And so- Are when I in Target as well? Yep. So we launched in Target last year. We later actually transitioned that business to target.com because we are a small business. So we want to make sure we could support all of those retail doors. And so it's just been an absolute amazing journey. And we are just so happy to provide scalp solutions that soothe, nourish, and protect. And we also have body products as well. And so it's just been a really great experience. And I hope, you know, you all have a chance to check us out at canby.com and also follow us on on our social platforms, Instagram and Facebook.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I can't recommend it enough. It's funny how you talk about, you know, how do you find that product? You're like, well, scalp care that's not sexy why would i want to go start a brand out that but it's funny the most successful businesses often come out of a personal need mm-hmm. we go looking for it we can't find it mm-hmm. and i stumbled across your products cuz my daughter's just every day i'm like oh my god do you have lice cuz it's me. her head is so she has super sensitive skin struggled with eczema for mm-hmm. a long time and her scalp is always always itchy mm-hmm. and so i mean i have tried every eucalyptus. I mean, you name it, whatever a hairdresser has given. And it was kind of meh. And I was complaining to a friend of mine and she's like, Hey, I've got something I want you to try. Mm-hmm. And so she mailed me your product. And I mean, in a matter of a couple of days, it was like, gone. <laughs> my daughter was a new person and mm. I ended up just a couple weeks ago. So I color my hair. I'm very honest about that. I turned gray, I started going gray at 18. So I was like, I don't want to be a 20 year old gray lady. But every time I color my hair, I react. My scalp gets very itchy. It's very uncomfortable for a couple of days. Mm. So I actually tried a couple weeks the day after I colored my hair and I was like, Oh my gosh, such great relief. So mm. I know we are a huge fan of the product. So anybody listening, if you've got yourself or children, that are struggling with that. If you've never had it, you don't know how unbelievably uncomfortable it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then it, it hurts. It itches. It's all the things. So as a mom of someone who was looking for something for years, <laughs> I know that there is a need for this out there. So I'm excited. Um, That's awesome. And I think so. the proudest moment
1: for us or achievement is not only hearing from wonderful customers such as yourself that, you know, talk about your experience, but, actually partnering with, you know, Moffitt Cancer Center to know that, you know, women and men alike going through these journeys, if you think about people that have to go through cancer treatments, right, so they're experiencing hair fall, they're experiencing dryness, soreness, inflammation, so much is going on with your scalp. And so for us to be an alternative to what physicians were currently offering, because Currently, what they offer are steroid creams. If you have something wrong with your scalp, they just give you a steroid cream and that's it. And so patients really started to challenge the the hospital physicians, like, what do you have healthier? And we are the preferred, you know, healthy alternative within their entire campus. And that right there brings me joy because what it did, what it did for me is, and the team, it really matches our passion with purpose. And, you know, when you know you're making, like, I just got a note on Instagram, a nurse actually reached out and she said, the patients were raving about your products after they got a head shave. It just melts my heart and it just keeps me going and it keeps me motivated. And so that's been such a huge blessing. I can
0: for imagine me. all those, you know, when you first started this company, I'm sure that was never an avenue that you thought it would go on. And that's why I just love this. When you can step into a place of launching into something scary, like starting a company, an entire business, a new product, and just keeping that openness of thought to I wonder where this will go. That's such a great point. Absolutely. Because when we launched the brand, I thought it was going to be
1: this cool, hip brand. And then we started hearing from customers that had dermatitis, eczema, psoriasis. And that really changed the trajectory of the brand. While we thought we were in the beauty business, we later learned we were actually in the liberation business. We were liberating people, women, men, and children alike from the agony of scalp irritation. And so to your point, being able to pivot and being flexible really sort of opened a new horizon for our brand. And it's just been beautiful.
0: Uh, and what a powerful thing for your daughters to see that too, the impact that you are able to have on so many people's lives in a way that wasn't your initial intent to begin with. It's amazing. Absolutely. Oh, so wonderful. So where can, now I've got in the show notes, the link to Instagram, your website, all of that for people who are interested in getting their hands on some Canby products, where's the best place for them to go and do that today? Absolutely. Great question. So the best place is to go to our
1: where to buy page on canby.com. We have a where to buy page. And if you click on there, you will actually find the nearest CVS location or Meyer location. We're actually in some independent beauty stores across the nation as well. And so I encourage you to go to canvy.com, go to our where to buy page. If you just type in canvy where to buy in Google, that page will automatically come up. And that way you can shop at CVS. And again, we just launched there. So really want to, would love your support because we want to show CVS that we're offering healthier solutions. For, for scalp care. And, and hopefully,
0: you know, once you try, you'll love it. Yeah, I certainly, I can certainly <laughs> attest to that. So thank you so much, so much for being here today. It has been a pleasure to be able to chat with you more. And I look forward to being able to connect with you more over the coming years through, yes. through the Know organization as well. Absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you again for inviting me. And I hope to do this with you soon. Me too. <laughs> Bye.
0: Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.